This is a sort of Star Wars podcast. This is this is this is this is a sort of Star Wars podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to a sorta Star Wars podcast, the podcast that is sorta about Star Wars and sorta about everything else, including parenting, food, tech, shows, movies, things, and stuff. This is episode 016. I'm your host, Riot, and I'm here with two other gentlemen, some adult beverages, a garage and i'm excited to get started so we were supposed to have this by a campfire but it rained the entire day so that didn't really pan out so we're in a garage it's got really good acoustics i'm sure so the audio will sound pretty Only good the best. <laughs> um let's see i talk a lot about star wars in this podcast but this week not quite as much i'm sitting here with two other dads and we're all in different places in our dad journey and we'll be spending the next little bit here talking about dadding. We'll give advice, talk about experiences, do's and don'ts, babies, kids, and of course, some Star Wars closer to the end. So let's get at it. So I'll just introduce you guys. We got a returning co-host, Michael Peachy. Welcome, Michael. Hey, everyone. And uh, Michael is a dad. I don't know if you can call me a dad yet. <laughs> he hasn't got dad his dad badge yet. Yeah. yeah. So he's got one on the way and she's due in December. December. Yeah. So you got a little time to prepare a little bit. We're halfway through already and I feel like it's gone so fast and I'm like, <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, then our next co-host, anything special about you? Okay. Our next not anymore. <laughs> Our next co-host is a good friend of mine, and um, he is also a dad of three currently, as I am, and just that's just of recent, right, Jason? Yeah, very recent. Uh, six days now, I guess. <laughs> and it's nice that you came out to join us here rather than be inside with the new baby. That's right. My wife's taking care of the crying baby and <laughs> two kids that don't want to go to bed. So <laughs> that's good. I thought it was kind of funny that um, we are doing a podcast episode about how to be good dads and husbands, all the while ignoring our wives so that we can make this episode. Isn't right. that kind of... I'm already learning here. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't know it was about good, good dads. Oh, I already got a text from my wife, so great. All right. Uh-oh. If I have to run out here, uh, just, yeah, excuse me for a bit. Okay. Um, yeah, maybe it's not about being good dads or husbands. It's just about being dads and husbands. Try, trying to be good. Trying dads. to be good. Yeah. That's the point. Trying. As long as we try. <laughs> Attempting. <laughs> Tempting and failing. Yeah. So, like I said, I, Jason Garber. Yeah. Oh, is it okay that I say your last name? Yeah, that's fine. Look okay. me up uh, in uh, in the phone book, wherever. Yeah, I should be listed. Uh, you might know book. him better as... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, address, what's a phone book? Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the name of that video that you were featured in? They got you oh, all those subscribers on YouTube. Uh, the Hurricane Sandy news drifting video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got that's you. Classic. That's my 15 minutes of fame there. <laughs> You're like a uh, like a G or H list celebrity, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, do you drift anymore? Uh, no, I, uh, 
sold my drift car this spring to uh, I guess start doing more adult things and uh, so I've been you know yeah I see all these (laughs) dirt bikes and four wheelers this has been a really interesting week for me actually because I was home for the birth of my third daughter first first daughter third child yeah and uh, I found I'm probably wouldn't be a great state home parent because I spent a lot of money while I was at home this week (laughs) (laughs) so I bought four dirt bikes this week and uh yeah so i've been working on them in the evening it's a lot of fun but how many more years until your oldest can ride one of the dirt bikes yeah they are small dirt bikes but it'd probably be at least five years until he can get on them but that is definitely a good uh arguing point when you're trying to (laughs) convince your wife that it's time to get a small dirt bike but you gotta get the deals while they're available that's right yeah deal popped up i pretty much cleaned the facebook marketplace of uh of uh, small pit bikes right now so nice yeah i bought two and then i had to go buy more like four hours ago i think i bought the other two so oh really yeah yeah so jason has three kids back to that i have three and one on the way and mike has one on the way so that's our kid situation oh that's an announced you guys are that's everybody yeah. knows about that all right i mean oh, is that can, common knowledge now maybe yeah. maybe not everybody knows I guess about when it. this podcast goes out it will be, <laughs> yeah right? exactly yep. so Bye. congratulations ryan <laughs> thanks um i guess i should have told grandma before i said it on this podcast but yeah right um so we kind of got the idea for this episode um to talk about dadding because um me and mike are good friends and we hang out like me and my wife hang out with Mike and his wife and they were over at our house and uh, I was giving (laughs) questionable dad advice to Mike (laughs) while my wife was there kind of laughing at me and um, rolling her eyes at the same time so Mike thought it would be good a good idea to get two seasoned dads (laughs) like me and Jason that's right blame it on Mike (laughs) it's all my idea (laughs) to give him some advice on how to be a parent how to be a good parent yeah, right. how to try to be a good parent right yeah right that's that's the point so um or like what to expect when you're expecting right for dad forget, forget did you just come up with that <laughs> we should you should write not. a book we should coin I should. that that'll be the title of this I should. podcast I should. what to expect when you're expecting yeah. i'm sure we won't have any trademark or, tra- or patent <laughs> infringements and it will probably be interesting because we everyone has different ways to parent and me and Jason have different ways to parent. And because the kids are different and the parents are different and the wives are different and the dads are different. So just because we're telling you one thing, Mike, doesn't mean you're going to do it that way or it's going to work out that way or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't mean I have to agree with you guys. Well, you do. Because <laughs> we're right. That's right. <laughs> you're always right. Is that Mike? the number one rule of daddy? I'm <laughs> yeah. always right. I no, feel that's, like it is. As long as my wife says I am. number one rule of husbandry. So. Husbandry, I, like yeah. the care of animals. <laughs> is that is that a thing? That's what husbandry oh. is. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> I'm always right when I take care of animals. <laughs> you got it. Oh, exactly man. what I meant. That is weird. I guess it would be husbanding. The only way I know that is from the Age of Empires game. That was like a upgrade oh, really? you could get. Husbandry. Nerd joke. <laughs> I've never played Age of Empires. You've what never is, played Age of Empires? What is Age of Empires? Oh, is it a computer wow. game? Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, I never Man. played it. Uh, Age of Empires. There's like a phone it's game like a about it that's yeah. similar to it now that they advertise like crazy. 
you know what? Like it's, Clash of Clans? Yes, it's Clash of Clans. Basically. Yeah, but that's not quite. I don't know. I've played, played, idea, I played Clash of Clans a good bit. It's you're like, like you're like a civilization and you like build a village and build like, up and then build an army and then try to conquer everyone. It's like old style Sim City. Yeah, yes. sort of. I guess. Or Sim City. It was the same time frame as Sim. All and the Sims. Age of Empires 2 would have been the big one. That okay. was like medieval. Times. I know I've heard of it, I just never played it. Yeah. Anyways, how did we get on that? I don't know. Oh, husbandry. It's, it's it was directly upgraded related. again. Yeah, yeah husbandry yeah. is the second topic of the podcast. <laughs> and there's a picture of a horse with the husbandry. So oh, yeah. So that you know, the care of animals. Be, be like breeding animals. Actually, is it the care of animals or just farming in general? Well, let's ask, ask Siri. Let's ask the Google. I'm not connected to your Wi-Fi. Oh, I have up. the password, but I'm not connected. Husbandry. Official definition from Merriam-Webster. This is all going in the podcast. <laughs> Here we go. The care, cultivation, and breeding of crops and animals. Crops oh, and animals. So it's crops and animals. Okay. Yeah. I think it, it still applies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no different from what kids we are like animals, right? <laughs> That's right. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> On that topic. Now? <laughs> right, right. Right. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, different pairing parenting styles. So that's yeah. We all might disagree, and we might have different views, but we're just we're here to learn. Yeah. So what is your parenting? Out. What is your parenting mm-hmm. style, Ryan? Uh, laissez-faire, <laughs> hands off. Oh. Try to do as little as possible for as long as possible. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't tried that. <laughs> no, that's Sounds not really like my, that's not really my parenting <laughs> style. Uh, probably bad advice to give that as parenting style, but. I don't know. Maybe. Are they categories of parenting style? No, I don't know them if there are. There are, actually. Oh, yeah. Mike, just so you listeners know, Mike is a marriage and family therapist, so he thinks he knows all the answers. (laughs) I do know all the answers. (laughs) So So what are the different categories, Mike? Do you really want me to get into that? Yeah. So there's... um, I forget who came up with this. Do I get a degree after listening to this? You do, yeah. (laughs) I'll send you a certificate. (laughs) Wow. I don't you know to pay money for this called, information. We get it for free. There's um, what there's is a, your degree actually? My degree is a Master of Arts in Marriage and Family Therapy. All right, all right, credible. <laughs> I think so. I'll put a link to your placard in the show notes. My placard. <laughs> do you have it like on <laughs> your that, wall? Do you mean like my website? <laughs> I have a website. <laughs> sure, I can do that too. Yeah, whatever. Well, all right. How about you've met our kids? So how about you? Pl- just tell us the category we fall into based on how our kids are. Yes. I think you guys are pretty well. You're pretty healthy. You're not doing anything crazy. Oh, no, there's a... Uh, the like, we're a healthy There category. would be like um, authoritarian. So that's like really strict. Lots of rules. Can't make any mistakes. You know, corporal punishment, the whole nine yards there. And there's like permissive parenting where that's the laissez-faire thing. Anything okay. goes, no boundaries. Um... I mean, there's neglectful parenting where you just don't do anything at all, and that's obviously you. Well, that's Ryan, that. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then there's what they would call. I don't even know where my kids are right now. So <laughs> they're <laughs> off at the beach somewhere with some woman. Yeah, no, no, yeah. And then there's authoritative parenting, which is like sort of. You said that one already. No, I said authoritarian. Oh wow! Oh wow! Uh, authoritative is sort of. Uh, you're involved and you're helping kids but you're if they do something wrong or make a mistake you're sort of talking with them about 
what they did and why it's not good and so that sounds like yeah. like the best choice it is the best choice oh, okay they would say coming from a non-parent yeah. right yeah. That seems like it's, it's funny because in my job for. i give parenting advice all the time to people <laughs> and uh, yeah. uh now you're gonna have to give a little it to weird. yourself yeah it's a little different when it's yourself yeah i found that out with marriage advice too just because i can tell someone what a good marriage looks like doesn't mean that i can do it on my own yeah my marriage is okay but that's like me <laughs> i'm the service manager at a automotive shop there you go and i tell people they should take care of their cars but mine's like two thousand miles overdue for an oil <laughs> yeah. change is that, is that you got it exactly right yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah but anyways yeah okay so uh did you come prepared mike with any questions for us since this was I mean, your I, idea I was, <laughs> you're gonna make me the host now well let's we should start when the child emerges conceives <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> not when the child not conception i think mike, I had that mike part already down. <laughs> he's got that accomplished <laughs> yeah, he's got that part down already so i don't need well, any help with that i'm curious your preparations you're going through right now preparing for your baby what you think is uh-huh. important and uh maybe we'll tell you what you're what you're missing what here. we're doing wrong yeah um right now okay so Alyssa, that's my wife's name Alyssa's. we're about halfway through <laughs> I think at the one. third beer has been opened. <laughs> We're getting serious now. Um, she's, I think we just hit 22 weeks. Um, so you would have found out the gender. Yes. Oh, so you guys are waiting. Yes. So last, oh, last week we went for our, what is it? 21 week ultrasound. Yeah. Um, everything's fine. It's cool. I had no idea what I was looking at on the ultrasound thing <laughs> until like they finally showed the profile of the baby. I was like, oh, oh there's the head. There's a baby. It's like, but like for half the time we were like looking like up through to like see the heart, and I was like, this just looks Have like. Have you blobs. found those yeah. ultrasounds to be pretty like awkward? You sit in this dark room, right? With your wife's clothes kind of pulled back, and then this lady <laughs> or man rubbing this gel and thing. Have all you ever over, had a man? It's just quiet. Yeah, we you did. Yeah. We had that a man. Kind of we had a man for the first one, like the one to confirm that there was actually a baby in there. I I didn't think it was weird. I mean, they're where we go. They're really. I think probably anywhere. They're really professional, and I didn't think it was too weird. I was more just excited to yeah. see, yeah. and also just scared and just hoping we didn't have twins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. Like I feel kind of stupid even being there because all I do is stare at the TV the whole right. time, and you have no idea what you're looking at. Right, right. It's like, oh, it's so cute. It looks just like uh, every everybody else's <laughs> ultrasound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. So we so we had that last Tuesday, and my wife and I, well, my wife pretty much, and I went along with it because I don't really have a strong preference, but she wants wants to wait till we have the baby to find out the gender, because um, mm. we're not we're just not big into like the gender reveal parties and all that stuff and like i've seen some pretty <laughs> crazy i just saw like i'm really not into just like the taking your car and writing something underneath it and then peeling out <laughs> i just it's just a little over the yeah, top that is lame <laughs> that wasn't gender reveal oh that was a gender that was reveal. a gender yeah. reveal i didn't was, know yeah jason uh, now you have to tell the story yeah for all so. the listeners here who don't know what we're talking about for our baby girl this past spring no fall i don't know whenever it was one of the seasons we did a gender reveal by taking my wife's new minivan and i edited together this nice video um 
made it look pretty sweet because it was her her new whip. (laughs) And uh, she did a big smoky burnout and drove off. And when the smoke cleared on the blacktop, it said, baby girl due August 2018. Yeah, because she used to drift too. She did, yeah, and she was big into cars, and it was, it was kind of when we got had kids. Before our first kid, she sold her drift car, which was a big deal to her. So, the minivan though, she loves the minivan though. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> minivans she does. are sweet. Did you get a minivan yet, Mike? No, did not get a <laughs> no. minivan yet. Yeah. We're not quite there yet. Yeah. No. So, anyways. Sorry, I just thought no, that would be keep, moving. Um, <laughs> keep moving. Keep so, moving. Here we so, go. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. It just there's so much of that, and we're just like, eh, we don't like need to do a big thing like that. So we just we're waiting, and also we're hoping that it cuts down on the amount of like gendered, mm. like specific specific gifts. stuff so, that we probably don't really need. Yellow um, and green. Yellow, green, gray. Right. Some blue. You could go with just strictly go. black. Yeah, black. <laughs> Everything black. <laughs> but it would be Amish and just go black. Yeah. Yeah. Black bumper. Um, so, yeah, so we're waiting. So, like, in the ultrasound, the lady was, like, she, like, had us, like, avert our eyes away from the screen so that we didn't see Ooh. anything. And because they have to take pictures down there, evidently, just to make sure everything's going right yeah and then uh and then we saw it so it was cool um what were you going to say i was going to say if they made you turn your eyes away it's definitely a boy because you can only see if it's a boy oh you should have said yeah but then (laughs) you you made me say it (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't care it's only a list that cares he turned away before she saw that so either way yeah they probably Mm, do it enough that they right Because it's if it's a girl, you look for like the three lines, right? Is it three lines? Yeah. And if it's a boy, you look for one line, <laughs> a blob, <laughs> one yeah. line. Yeah. So, um, so we did that, and then actually it was cool because she like then didn't even put that in like the like she didn't put what the gender was in the note to like the doctor or the midwife that we saw like after oh. it, so like they didn't know. So they did a good job of trying to honor that for us, which we really appreciated. Um, but. <laughs> But then, so the first time we went, we got, like, one picture of, like, the baby. Yeah. This time. Super cute. This time, <laughs> she, like, we got, like, a whole film strip of pictures. Oh, right. Half of them, I don't even know what's in them. <laughs> like, the measurement of like, the head th- and the yeah, left like, And then there's, like, three that are actually good. So, like, she just hands me this long, literally four-foot-long four strip of black and white baby pictures and I, I had to sit there and figure out how to fold them nicely so they could fit in Alyssa's purse and we could get yeah get them home did and you get the DVD too we got a DVD with them on no. oh because they do that like three-dimensional thing or it was a DVD with just like the pictures so that you can pop you can it put in. that in like a digital f- right photo and watch and watch a slideshow uses. Yeah, yeah. I guess I've never. I guess our I don't put even it know in my it TV is. and just leave it on <laughs> yeah. the loop all the time. Right. Super our super woman's excited. health thing isn't that fancy. My screensaver at work. Big string of pictures. Well, they they but, do that where we go, but they cut them up at least and put them in a little, <laughs> in a little thing for us. Nope, not here. Yeah. But uh, the the tech was awesome. <laughs> she was nice, um, and everything seems to be fine. We have to go back in to get another one because they like couldn't see the heart quite right because of the mm. way the baby was positioned but how convenient um, you have to pay them another four hundred dollars <laughs> i know it's all a conspiracy to take my money <laughs> we're gonna um, need you to come i'm back not paying here. for it that's a little healthcare. 
Yeah. So you Trump's are paying, paying for it. For it. <laughs> Trump? Nah. This is not. <laughs> Let's get into that. <laughs> Let's go there. Uh, no, so so everything was good. And um, What's that red light that just came on your microphone, Mike? It's been on the whole time. Okay. It's, it's just something to me. Sometimes you can see it and sometimes you yeah. can't. Depends. So, um, so we did that. Everything's good. Um, Alyssa's in, seems to be starting the nesting process. Oh, Funny yeah. story. You get lots so of Snapchats. Other, a couple of weeks ago, actually, we, um, Alyssa, my wife, was just like, yeah, like, we should, like, clean the house a little bit and, like, but, like, I want to, like, really clean, you know, but, like, we don't need to deep clean, like, just clean a little bit. <laughs> Cut to the, when we were actually cleaning, we have, like, tables, like, pulled out of places. We have, like, you know, everything is moved around and Alyssa's there with like vinegar and water like scrubbing away and about halfway through I'm like good midnight okay, cleaning if this isn't deep cleaning what is, <laughs> what is deep, deep cleaning, cleaning for you and she's, she's like okay yeah we're deep cleaning I was like okay just as long just call I'm it fine deep with cleaning. this just call it what it is I have to, you have um, to have your expectations so right she, we're in the process of we live in a small two bedroom apartment so we're in the process of getting the one room sort of ready to be the nursery it's really small and we have some other stuff in there but so we're painting and we're going to be painting and we're buying stuff and furniture and we're getting a mini crib because a regular size crib is too big for our our place which cribs is a whole nother thing like why does a baby need that much room (laughs) just to sleep it's crazy it's like it's like well, like comparatively, if like I slept in what like, does that make sense? Like, yeah, but it's it like com- if you slept in a king bed, it's bigger people, than that, though. which people do all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, but the, when they stay in there till they're like me. two years old. <laughs> yeah, I th- it's the same mattress size as a toddler bed. So yeah, yeah I don't know. So, anyways, so we got a mini crib, which I think is going to be the just, that's, just too that's expensive overall. Yeah, although I uh, my grandfather has actually offered to buy the crib for us, oh. so well, there you we've go. been blessed by that. Um, so we're looking at stuff. We've been Lissa's tried to find the theme. We went to IKEA. You know, we're doing the whole nine yards with that, um, <laughs> which is fun. I don't I don't mind it. You're gonna be the stereotypical dad trying to put this crib together with an oh, Allen yeah. key. <laughs> yeah, yeah. While my wife everything's gonna out. be backwards. Yeah. Um, I think in Sweden that's the only tool that they have. Just one the size Allen, Allen wrench. Allen wrench. <laughs> yeah. Their uh, cars are together. An a sticker on it. No, it goes IKEA. over here. <laughs> yeah, we actually didn't buy the crib from IKEA. It's from some other place but so we're doing that um what else are we doing to prep oh did you read any good books like yeah, actually so actually books i actually did read we got the like what to expect when you're expecting book and i never heard of it <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> exist until now <laughs> so i read through that and uh i mean i didn't read i've been we've been reading through it sort of together i've been looking at it just to see most often when something happens with Alyssa's body and she's like wants to know if it's normal mm-hmm. or not and my default answer is like yes it's fine yeah but then she'll want me to go look and so I'll look it up um most strange things that happen to a woman's body during pregnancy are normal yeah so you like look it up on right. Google everything's having a normal. lot of gas is that normal I was like yeah completely <laughs> <That's> normal <laughs> have this rash yeah normal yeah, normal it's You're all fine. normal <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to give the doctors any more money. It's normal. It's normal. You're About fine. here it says it's normal. So um so we've been doing that. I don't know what else we've been I, Did you read any books, right? Um <clears throat> no. Someone gave us the what to expect when you're expecting. There's a is there a dad's version and a mom's version to that? No. There's there's a 
what to expect when you're expecting. And then I got one called the Expectant Father, which uh, is which uh, is like basically the same thing, but supposedly from a dad's point of view. Uh, I haven't. I looked into it. I wasn't really learning anything, or shattering or mind blowing from that one. Right. Yeah, I didn't. Um, read sorry if you love that book. <laughs> <laughs> or sorry if you're the author yeah, of that book and you're listening to this podcast. So they're just de- they're definitely listening. They're, uh, Under the sponsor at <laughs> the expected father. Find it at your local retailer. Um, yeah, so I've been doing a little bit of reading. Um, more at the beginning, like when it first all started, than I am now. Yeah. Um, oh, and then of course we're looking into we were trying to look into like birthing classes and stuff like that. But one, there's like a lot of them. They're expensive. And they're going to take up like a ton of evenings and time, and we're not sure that we have that. That was one thing I was so. glad we did. We did the our hospital provided one. It was yeah, it was a lot of time, but it was nice to <coughs> find out some of the things yeah. to expect when you go to the hospital and yeah, you know, what to bring and we're all still that kind of stuff. we're still looking into it. Um, so we'll have to see. What yeah, I would do. That. My advice to you on that would be do it sooner rather than later. <laughs> Right, because, yeah, th- because we we signed up for that, and uh, we only got to our second out of six classes before we had the baby. Yeah, I was gonna say a couple people in our classes dropped out as it went on. Yeah, yeah. I think like the next one's available is like sometime in October is when they do the next one. So oh, okay. like, so it's a, yeah. we're already getting close to like the due date is December twentieth. Oh yeah. Um, and like they got like, seven weeks long, so it's yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much we missed. It's kind of, it's kind of weird with those classes because yeah, it is nice to know the first. Well, in in the two classes that I went to, um, we kind of they gave a tour of like the hospital and like what to bring and where you'll stay and what's going to happen, the procedures, Mm -hmm. which was good to know. But then everything after that, you kind of like, how well do you prepare for a human coming out of another human? I mean, there's only so much you can do. Right. Right. Um, Then once it's happening, you just kind of figure it out. So. Yeah. yeah, that's that's all of parenting. Just trying to figure right. it out. Yes. That's what I gather. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I do feel like things happen and change somewhat slowly. So like, you'll meet a child and you're like, oh my word, there's no way I can deal with that. But that child like slowly develops from this like sleeping, crying baby. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's rough. It is very rough. But it, it, you, you get broken in slowly. Yeah. You get used to it as it happens. I think that's how it has to happen, that the baby yeah. has to be... I mean, you're kind of stressed out right away, especially as a first parent or first-time parent, because everything's new. Um, like, you're, like I just remember Melody being afraid that the baby's going to start stop breathing randomly yeah. or, <laughs> you know, are they supposed to be doing this or, you know... The um, first night, it's every little noise they make. Yeah. You're like, oh, oh they're choking. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think exactly. they're breathing. I can't, I can't hear them breathing. Are they okay? <laughs> and you don't sleep at all. And, yeah. And you get so tired. I don't ever remember being as tired as my first. But this third kid, I, I've been sleeping great this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember being uh, on the makeshift bed that they provide in the hospital oh yeah it's like a couch that folds out into a bed yeah with Um, that like cleanable pleather yeah it's super comfy (laughs) and uh finally being able to fall asleep and uh my wife melody would not fall asleep every little noise she'd say can you go check on the baby go check on the baby go check on the baby (laughs) no i just want to sleep we had a uh strained relationship there for a couple days when i refused to check on the baby yeah that's what nurses are for right yeah yeah, exactly. 
don't have to check on the baby till I get home. Plus, if that's I act why like we th- paid them so much. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, if I act like I'm asleep, then the nurse will change the diaper, and I don't have to. What's your, here's some advice for you, Mike. <laughs> okay, go for it. <laughs> when you're in the hospital, they the di- they give you like a changing table, and it's loaded with diapers. So oh, yeah, I know yes. where this is going. <laughs> and there's other stuff in there too. And they're like, "Oh, take it Steal all home." All the diapers, right? So yeah. you have to use all the diapers enough that you need a new pack of diapers. And they bring in a whole new pack and just use one diaper out of it, and then you just take the rest. Take home. the rest home. Every shift, right? So each, <laughs> Every each shift. nurse refills <laughs> every the four hours. So have just a take diapers and shove them in your suitcase. Yeah. yeah. I suppose you could just like take the diapers out and just pretend like you use them all. Right. Exactly. And then they get new ones. Right. <laughs> right. Just, you right. just stockpile. You get this little like checklist. You're like, oh, she's peeing all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, oh, I forgot about that checklist. She's doing really well. Uh, I forgot about that checklist. <laughs> Yeah, we haven't shook the baby. <laughs> that's the two things. <laughs> right. Track the peas and the poops and don't shake the baby. Right. Yeah, they make you watch the video before you leave. Easy. It's like a yeah. legal requirement. Did they do that at... We had to sign a paper. Okay. To, I don't think there was a TV in the room where we were. Was this the first time you didn't go to a hospital? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and we, you went to like a birthing center? Yeah, it was a birthing center. And uh, we were home five hours after the birth. Yeah. So Was that good or bad? It was actually really nice um, because we were at home and could sleep in our own beds. You don't have... I remember being at the hospital and you're like, finally, the baby's asleep and you're just falling asleep and the nurse comes on in and flicks the lights on (laughs) and comes over. All right, we got to take your blood pressure. Yeah, we got to poke the baby in the foot and check its blood. Yes. So we didn't have to deal Mm -hmm. with that. So that was nice. Yeah, but if it was your first one... Would you still want to go home five hours after you had the baby? Um, I because don't think I, you know any different, right? Every, I guess. I, yeah. I know when we were in the hospital with the first one, like it got to the point where I was just ready to go home. We were there yeah. for like two. They're like, okay, so you're there. We had the baby early in the morning. Then we were there the whole next day. And then the following day, they're like, okay, you're going to go home today. And so we're like expecting, okay, we're ready to go home. And then it takes forever. Someone's got to come oh, and like, the do the paperwork and the checkout. Mm-hmm. And the pediatrician has to come and all this stuff. And you have and to go out on a the, wheelchair. Yeah, and the whole time I'm just ready to go home. <laughs> it's really weird. But then when I was taking the stuff out to leave, Melody was getting kind of upset because she's like, well, here at the hospital, we have the security of the doctors and the nurses. But once we get home, it's all on us. You know what I mean? Anything wrong yeah. happens, then... We're stuck. That was we only really felt that with the first one. So mm-hmm. they give they checked us or they checked Shannon for to make sure she was healthy and good. I guess within the first four hours is where they would notice something that could be a problem. Okay. And then they give her some parameters for her and the baby. If a fever pops up or whatever that she's supposed to call. Um, and we do come back the next day, uh, okay. twenty four hours later to get the baby checked and her checked. So everything went fine. When you sent that yeah. first picture. Was that in the birthing center or was that at home? That was in the birthing okay. center. Because it looked like a normal bed. Yeah, they and used... And I was like, did they have the baby at home? But then I was like, oh, wait, she went to a birthing center. So maybe it's not like a hospital yeah, bed. They have like a office with like normal doctor's office. And then across the street, they have a house they converted to the actual birthing center. So you actually oh, okay. deliver at the this house. And so in the house, there's three different delivery rooms that each one has like a jacuzzi and a bed. And it's supposed so to you be. were in the jacuzzi while she was pushing the baby out? 
I no, we did not have time for that. <laughs> did this one start and end pretty quick? Yes, extremely. It was uh, so one of my greatest fears in having kids was to have to deliver mm-hmm. a baby. And one thing I don't do well with is like uh, blood and guts and people in pain and things like that. Right. I like got our last child. My wife's like delivering and at one the nurses like are like concerned about me they're like oh you ought to go over in the corner of the room and here's some crackers you need to drink something you don't look good like because i was yeah so anyhow for uh, one thing i wanted to make sure never happened was that i had to deliver this baby mm-hmm. and uh so she had her first contraction at 9 45 and i was sleeping I guess it was a pretty strong one. And then at 9.55, she had a second contraction that was also strong. And she thought, this is it. So she called her mom, who had to come get her kids. And she called my mom, which was going to the birthing center with us. And she woke me up. And uh, we were in the car. Her mom came over, and we were in the car by probably 10.20. And we were on the way there. It was a 45-minute drive. And we were probably 15 minutes away. And I'm, well, like, all right, let me back up a little. Probably 20 minutes into the drive, her water broke. And she's, like, laboring in the car seat. And the car ride is terrible for any delivery because they're in, like, a lot of pain. And it's not comfortable. So she, her water broke, and we have these leather seats, and she's, like, sliding all over them and screaming. And, oh. like, yeah. <laughs> it was – I mean, we need to do a good cleaning on the car. There's, like – like uh yeah. Anyway, I don't get too, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> smeared over everything. So, anyhow, um, <laughs> just drop that off at Mister Hotshot. <laughs> at at a certain point, I'm I'm looking over as I'm driving, thinking, why is she crouching like that? And oh, I was like, <laughs> she looks like she's gearing up for this baby to come out. And I said, honey, please don't push. And she said, I'm not. I'm trying not to. I thought, oh boy. And then, like, a couple minutes later, she says, You might have to pull over. This baby's coming now. And I thought, oh no, we're like 15 minutes away. And I, like, I was driving pretty fast then. But um, I thought, if I pull over, I'm not going to be much help. So I'm just going to keep driving. And if she has the baby in the car, we'll just be moving while she has the baby, not pulled over. So <laughs> is that way, better? I don't know if it's better, <laughs> but we made it and we pulled in and we got out of the car and the midwives came running out and they're like, we can have her right here on the sidewalk. That's fine. We've done that really? before. Yeah. <laughs> and then Shannon's like, no. And we run inside and she has a baby right there on the floor right after we walk in. So really inside yeah. the building on the floor of the building. Like we made it back into our room. Oh, okay. It was like she had a contraction on the sidewalk. And then we oh went back to the room, and then here's baby. my mom. Like was right behind us, and oh, your mom was with you in it. the van. No, she was like driving there, but was only oh. a couple minutes behind us. So she just got there. The head was popping out when she got there, and so she would have been helpful. And at least. I didn't faint because she's like a nurse or something. Nice. Yes, and she, yeah, she's like a doula. I guess. Do you know what a Who, doula is? is? She does. I mean, she's done a lot of. I don't know. She's not like she doesn't oh. do it for a lot of people, but she did it for our last kid, and she enjoys that type of thing. So, cool. Shannon's interested in that too. Yeah, I have yeah. different opinions on childbirth, but 
It went well, and um, it was quick. The alternative to that is that we would have been there for like 12 hours with her in screaming agony, which would be worse. Right. So it was quick. And you hasn't been there. I mean, our kids went to bed, and they woke up, and we were there, and our daughter was there. So, like, we didn't even really have to call her mom. We could have just left. And, and left then, the kids and came back. Yeah. <laughs> what parenting category is that, Mike? Uh, uh, neglect. I guess healthy. He's <laughs> healthy. Super healthy. Yeah. 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 The are we in kind of a similar situation? I'll just tell it quick. But our each one of our labor times has been like halved. So our first one was like eight hours, and our second one, baby was she was in labor for four hours. Each time her water has broke. And the third time, we got into the hospital. Her, her water broke. I rushed home from work. We were, went straight to the hospital. We went, went to triage. And the lady's like, okay, like, what's your birthday? And, you know, it's like, no, like, <laughs> right. she's having a baby. But you have to answer all these questions. And do you smoke? It's like, we're having a baby yeah, now. They, you're signing papers <laughs> and like, stuff. <clears throat> so she went back. We went back to triage into a triage room and where they check you and then she had the baby there. So we didn't even get to like quick. a normal yeah. Room. So it makes me really nervous that's about nice. this one. Yeah. Because this the last one was like forty five minutes. Oh and that's ha- even quick. Ours was an hour and ten from her first contraction. Yeah, I mean we were only fifty I mean her water broke but from the time her water broke. Like Mel was oh, asleep right. and her she woke up oh. to her water breaking, which has happened every single time so far. That she woke up to her water breaking. Yeah. So from the time her water broke till we had the baby, I think it was about forty five minutes. So half of forty five minutes is like twenty three minutes and a half. Twenty two and a half. A round up. <laughs> and I can't even get home from work into the hospital in twenty three minutes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. If I was at work, man, um, that would have been not good. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it it worked out. Yeah, I think for us, yeah. So I'm gonna try to more hear about that yeah birthing <laughs> classes would probably be good yeah um keep keep a scissors in the glove box yeah <laughs> just in case <laughs> for, really? for the umbilical cords right right and yeah. not safety scissors they just won't cut it yeah. no literally you need like uh, <laughs> see that <laughs> you need like cutco oh, the nice. kind that cut yeah. pennies nice. yeah so um, i think the moral to that story yeah is which we weren't for the first one is to be prepared that's some of my advice because our first yes. one mm-hmm. came... What do they say? The first one comes at any time? Is that what they say? I've heard the third one's wild card, but I think they say anything about everything. <laughs> I've heard it all. Anything Everybody and anything said. can happen. Oh. The yeah. first kid, you know, and uh, the second one is all, you know, yeah. yeah. Like, so our first one was five weeks know. early, so yeah. we weren't. we didn't have a bag packed. We didn't have anything ready, and it was not good. Luckily, we had enough friends and family that... I mean, we'd have the baby's room ready or anything. So, yeah. um, I think we're we're getting pretty proactive on that because Alyssa's sister, uh, her their first child was like seven or eight weeks early. Oh wow! And so, and they're fine. They had to be in the NICU for a while. But um, so I think we're pretty like aware that just because our due dates in December they could easily come earlier than that. So right. I think we're trying to be proactive on getting all that ready so that we're not like scrambling. Like well, we probably will still be scrambling, but um, hopefully not scrambling as much. And I have the awesome thing of hearing all you all stories <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. and learning from all your 
mistakes and ill preparedness <laughs> so that I can be hey, pre- there was no mistake prepared. everything went perfectly <laughs> you just want to be hanging around the birthing center too long that's right yeah get there just in time yeah. oh yeah so she did want to get in the jacuzzi there and have a water birth oh. I, I remember that we got we're like stumbling into the room and she said I wanted to have a water birth and they're like well we can fill the jacuzzi up and the <laughs> nurse goes over and turns the water on and then <laughs> out comes the baby so but anyhow yeah that's I think it's good to have a plan I think yeah. a lot of people come up with like these birthing plans but you have to be flexible because it's not right. going to go. I think that's one thing that Alyssa is most concerned about is being able, because she wants to have it natural. She doesn't want an epidural. Okay. Um, she wants to try it as naturally as she can. And I think her big concern is, um, you know, if the doctors come in and say, something's wrong, we need to do, you know, a C-section or something. I think her big fear is not being able to assert herself right that is the nice thing about a doula is that's kind of their job is to like fend for you yeah and so i'm sort of like in their (laughs) in your vast knowledge of doulas (laughs) so i'm in there i'm i'm sort of figuring out like i'm gonna have to yeah that's you yeah stick up for that um also fair to point out the doula somewhat i was happy to have that position there because it sort of replaces the need for me which is great (laughs) so the guys at work were telling me i mean i mean he's probably like in his 60s but he said when his kid was born uh he just sat out in the hall and after the birth oh right i was like that sounds great (laughs) (laughs) they should have like a, a bar on site there for the men to right, go, right. while their wives have a couple. Birth. Yeah, you don't want to yeah. get bored. <laughs> but yeah, that's heavily frowned upon now. I guess. Yeah, it is. something about men not being there and yeah. supporting their wives. I guess is not. Right. But the doula is a nice like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think the other thing that alternative is different is that. I guess this isn't too much information. Alyssa, <laughs> you can just cut it out of this. Um, Alyssa had one OBGYN like up until a couple years ago, or till several years ago until she got her job. And then we had to switch because she got different health insurance. And so now we're with this practice in York where they have like several different doctors and midwives. And I think one of her big concerns is like, it's basically like whoever's on call. Right that night like we get and they're trying to do it so like our appointments we get to meet everyone yeah but we don't get to choose and like i think she's was a little disappointed that because before like she knew this doctor like really well really trusted him and um now we like are sort of we don't quite know who we're getting when this happens and we're just like having to hope and pray that it's someone that that she likes that she likes and feels safe with and yeah i think yeah um, in our experience, we've only had midwives. We haven't had any doctors. The only time that we saw doctors with our second kid, and um, there were some issues, and they told us that we were going to have to do a C-section, and this was like at like eight weeks before the baby was due, and then the doctor came in and explained, hey, we're going to do a C-section, this is what we're going to do, and da 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 and the doctor left, and we thought we were going to have to get a C-section, but then the heart rate went back to normal or something and we didn't have to. That's the only time we saw a doctor the whole time. And I think the midwives are pretty good at being relatable Mm -hmm. to the moms and everything like that. 
the yeah. doctors are kind of well at least the one that we dealt with was kind of just like come in and this is what we're gonna do and right we'll see you then right <laughs> and i think that's like Alyssa's big concern like that happens and then like what do we do if we right. don't want you know what he's saying so i think i'm just learning like you just have to ask like really like is this really necessary is this like is my wife or the baby going to be harmed if we don't do this right away or do right. we have some time to wait because what i'm gathering is they'll come in and say well i think we should do this but they don't say and they must sort of make it sound like it's like an urgent thing that you really should do but really it's like not it's like just well it could be good but like you don't need to right if you they were trying then right. you can and they I would rather do that than have a problem when there might not even be a problem right. exactly. in the end anyways. Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just good. I feel like it's really good to just know all that going in. That'll be somewhat helpful. Can I ask the big question that, that yeah. everyone's, that I've been hearing conflicting reports on? Yeah. Vaccinations? So, <laughs> no, we're not so. getting into any vaccinations. <laughs> Circumcision. No, he's not going to have to deal with that. that. Or will he? He doesn't know. Oh, we don't Um, know. We'll solve that when we get there. (laughs) Okay, the the big question is, I've heard some people say, yeah, under no circumstances should you ever look down there when the baby's happening. Oh. And I've heard other people say, you definitely should. It's like a great great experience <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know if i'd use those words probably but yeah um <laughs> no i've heard people say that exactly yeah. like it was it, like my friend ryan just ryan not not riot ryan but ryan <laughs> hershey don't tell him my name <laughs> shoot <laughs> anyhow he they just had their first kid and uh he was like oh i touched her hair as she was coming out and i'm thinking ew yeah but i am like I walk in the room and I'm like, oh, where do I stand? They don't really have a good place for me to stand where I can kind of not see things. So, <laughs> yeah. but you kind of like stand kinda, close to the head so you don't accidentally catch a glimpse. It's yeah. Exactly. Well, that that's right. what I did anyway. Exactly. <laughs> it it's definitely a experience that's like like no other. Like it's it's incredible, but it's also. I don't do well with that kind of stuff, yeah, so I, yeah. I don't need to be... Th- it depe- I guess it depends on each person. Um, I would not like to see that. Uh, I accidentally caught a glimpse <laughs> the one time, <laughs> and like there are so many things in my life I can forget, but I cannot forget that image. It's like seared onto my brain, yeah, so. and uh, it comes to mind at the worst times. So I'll just say that. So. <laughs> I... Uh, yeah. I, but some people first, are super interested about right, it. So right. yeah, and our first kid was a C-section, and they put oh, like I've a heard sheet. That's up. the worst too. But some people love it. Like in my wife's last birth plan, she has in her birth plan that if she has to have a C-section in that scenario, she wants a clear sheet mm-hmm. so that she can see what's going on. And I was like, uh, "Where am I going to stand?" Because <laughs> on the first one, they put It'll be like at the this, bar in the this, hospital. Yeah, that's right, outside in the hall. <laughs> They have this sheet up, and uh, you're you're sitting back there like it's like right at the neck. So you're kind of like just you and your wife's head right there, and and uh, it's pretty intense. Like what's going on? Because like, but she's like, kind of knocked out, or well, she had an epidural for the first one, so okay. she can't feel anything, but she feels a lot of pressure. But right. she also has a ton of energy from the birth because she's not using it to deliver the baby. Right, so you're she's like shaking like crazy, and like. I'm like, oh, I feel like I should look because this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity. And she's like, don't look. And I was like, I feel like I should. And she's like, no, don't do it. And I looked. Ooh. 
It was really bad. So, yeah, I mean, a regular. I could not believe what I saw. <laughs> I mean, they're like taking out organs. They right? take everything take out everything and set it to so the side. The yeah. Oh, it was yeah. incredible. Like yeah. just and it, oh. I learned that from a YouTube Buzzfeed video. <laughs> oh, I would never watch that. <laughs> Shannon yeah. watches those for fun. Uh, I couldn't even like watch. Call the midwife when my wife oh, was watching that. Man, I was wife, I'm always sitting in the kitchen. My wife's in there watching <laughs> Call of the Midwife. You know you're watching Call oh, the Midwife when you just hear blood curdling screams coming <laughs> yes. from the TV. Did your wife yeah. watch those too? She like watched it for like a little bit and then uh, thankfully stopped. I know yeah. my mom was really into it. My dad hated it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I couldn't even watch like yeah. the fake I would, birds on that show, let yeah. alone a real one. I would come out here to this yeah. garage. They asked us, or they asked my wife if she wanted a mirror to watch it happen i know that they do that offer people mirrors yeah. to watch themselves give birth but mm. some people just are interested that way that might be more i for feel like if you're like, like have an epidural or something and can't really feel what's happening maybe they want to see yeah what's yeah. going on melody had an epidural her first two but she still had no interest they asked her the same thing do you want to like the baby was part way out and they're like do you want to feel the hair the baby's got hair and she's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see and feel the baby right. when it comes out the whole way. Yeah. Let's wait another so 10 minutes. So basically, you've given me no good advice on what I should do in this situation, <laughs> but I'll figure it out. So well, what I would do my, my is not is look. Not look. Right. Yeah, I feel like my curiosity is going to get the best of me. I'm probably going to look. Um, and then I might have to go into therapy afterwards <laughs> to like untraumatize myself. Right. Um, yeah. But, well, so Ryan... We should be giving Mike some advice here. Yeah, so, um, good advice. Uh, you got any, anything good? Um, well, I mentioned some of them. Be prepared. Uh, make a plan, but be flexible. I also have here um, have a support system, mm-hmm. which is really key once oh. you have the baby, um, which we found out very quickly. Um, I really feel for people who are not around family or don't have good friends nearby when they have a baby because... It is like essential, in my opinion, right. to have a good support system, yeah. which I'm sure you have. Your parents yeah, are around. Her yeah, parents are both around. Both of my parents. Well, my parents and her parents are within 20 minutes of yeah. us. But also um, at the same time yeah. as having a support system, have boundaries as well. Because we we <laughs> yeah. know of another couple. Uh, maybe I shouldn't talk about them. <laughs> I don't know. Don't Some say of them their might names. Listen. Yeah, a uh, couple, Jane and Joe. That's their, we'll call them that. <laughs> Not their no, real names. They had a baby, and they like got home from the the hospital with the babies for the first time, and people showed up at their doorstep like thirty minutes later, and they're like, mm. no. But the people are like, hey, congratulations, you know? Yeah. And they're like, no, we don't want you here. But you can't really say it when they're your grandparents. So. <laughs> well, you can. It just takes a lot right. more right guts. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they think they're being supportive. But you're like, I really can't have that right now. Yeah. So you have to have a support system, but mm-hmm. also have boundaries. Definitely. Make them make you food, but then leave. That's the, <laughs> that's the key. Bring right. some meals. Just but drop then go it off. Yeah. yeah. Or Just leave it at the front step. If you stay, make sure you hold the baby while we sleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But what about you? What's a piece? What's a good piece of uh, mm. advice nugget for, from you? I was uh, going to say you need to stop watching cartoons right now. And save them for once your kids are like one or two years old because you're going to need as many as you can get. <laughs> and you will watch every single one a trillion times. And over. <laughs> I don't really watch cartoons right now, so I Perfect. think I'm good. We're going to save that. Well, that's good. You'll so, be opened up to a whole new world yeah. of terrible television. I've heard that's of right. Phineas and Ferb and 
what is it rescue pups <laughs> yeah what is that show uh rubble on the double oh um uh, uh i don't, Re- I don't get cable rescued. it's not on netflix so i don't have it puppy no paw patrol <laughs> There, there, we we there we go. See, yeah, we don't even watch that. It's not that's, on Netflix. That's not on Netflix. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, Super we Wings, watch, uh, Super uh, PJ Masks, or what is that? Ro- Robo Poli. Robo Poli. Robo Poli. Um, Baby Einstein. No. Oh. Um, yep. Color Crew, which is literally them just saying like a color, like for forty minutes. And there are um, some really, really terrible cartoons on Netflix yeah. for kids. Yeah. Like ones like that don't even have on words. <laughs> Just like, like Masha and the Bear. Yes. Did you watch that one? No, I almost started it. <laughs> or even ones that are in like Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Like my my kids love them, and I'm like I turn it on and I walk away, and I come back like 15 minutes later, like, why are you guys watching this? Like and they're like they're like glued to the TV. <laughs> yeah. They have no in, idea what's this happening. This is subtitles. <laughs> you guys can't read. The problem that I found is when you have your kids watch so many cartoons, is if you ever want to watch a movie that's it may even be for kids, but it's not a cartoon, they'll just like totally discounted they're like this isn't a kids movie this is real people and like no this is like any movie that you might kind of enjoy together with your kids you can't even because it's not a cartoon and the kids just right we're like just graduating from that phase now where our daughter will start to watch real person movies i feel like they don't even make movies like that so much anymore for children yeah, like, just me, like, easy to like make all the Airbuds right. and uh, yeah, right. you know all that stuff. <laughs> Air buddies, but they were like receivers. Kids, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like real people, but they were like kids movies. I yeah. feel like they don't really do that anymore. It's mostly animated. But yeah, right. okay. So save those until there are a lot of good two. animated movies. Yeah, like any Pixar, will, DreamWorks, yeah, or totally. Disney movies. You will totally. hate them. <laughs> You will. Yeah. You will watch them to the point where it's just amazing. Like Ryan just movie. Uh, gave us uh, Big Hero Six. Yeah. That's a great movie. Oh my word! How many times my kids sleep with it? Hero? <laughs> they each got a Hero like action figure that they sleep with. No, not Hero. Baymax. It's Baymax ba- action. Baymax. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, probably like you don't even watch any cartoon. You also you won't watch it straight through. Right. Kids don't sit for an hour and a half. Right. So you'll watch like you'll just hear it as you walk by, like, <laughs> a couple minutes at a time, and so you like learn the whole movie, but you don't like it. And they're like, yeah. and they're like playing with something while they're watching it. Yeah. So they're not even watching it; they're just like playing with something. So you think I'll turn this off because I've heard this same "Let It Go" song four hundred <laughs> times this week. And then as soon as you turn it off, they're like, oh, "I was watching that," <laughs> just like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So save the cartoons. Save Got the it. cartoons. Yep. Yeah. Um, Got it. Let's see. Oh, uh, how about things you thought you needed, but you definitely don't need? Yeah, so this is good. The diaper warmer. That <laughs> did not. We thought. And, and here's the funny thing. When Gage was born, we didn't have it. And when we were changing his diapers, we were like, oh, my word, we need this. It makes him cry putting these cold wipes on his butt. So we went and bought one. Oh, like a wipes warmer. Or it's a diaper warmer. What does it do? Does it it's wipe? It's a wipe warmer. Wipe, okay. So it doesn't warm di- up the yeah. diapers. No, no, no. warms up the wipes. That would be a good idea. <laughs> Do they have that? They need an underwear warmer for adults. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> Million dollar idea right there. We'll call uh, it... Yes, the what wipe to warmer. Your sorry, sorry. The wipe warmer. So, uh, but as soon as you pull the wipe out of the wipe warmer, it gets cold. So, it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, we had that same... I mean, we never got a wipe warmer, but they do hate being wiped when they're right. kids. 
The baby food maker. Oh yeah. Never used that. We we did make our own it's baby enough. food for a while, but it's such a hassle. I mean, yes. I don't know. It's pretty cheap. We didn't. Yeah, it's real cheap. And we didn't really. Our kids didn't even really eat it. We kind of just fed them. And just throw eating, something so. out there on Facebook. Be like, does anybody have any baby food? And you'll get like three boxes in like a <laughs> right. week of baby food. Right. Oh yeah. Because there's people who think they're going to use baby food and they don't. Right. Our second. Only our first child ate baby food. Our second two kids, mm-hmm. we just gave them regular food once, once they, they were not eating. nursing anymore, yeah. or even while they were still nursing. But at meal times, right. give them little pieces of regular food, mm-hmm. and they picked that up yep, a lot yeah, quicker. That's what we did. Okay. Uh, baby shoes. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't need baby shoes. No, you do not need them. They might I be the say, cutest thing in the world. But they're also the most expensive thing in the world. Yep. Yeah. And hard to put on. $12 for shoes that they'll never wear. Yeah. Or only wear for like a month, maybe. For a picture. Yeah. Right. Although my dad, weird fact about Chris Peachy, that's my dad. <laughs> oh. Hey, dad, if you're listening to this. What's up, Chris? He better be listening he to this. He better be. Dad, my dad loves baby shoes for some reason, so he's probably going to buy us some, but I don't think. Well, well, we'll probably have to spend you have maybe to, like one pair. But You have to save them then yeah. so you can give them to your child when they're like oh, 25. Oh, right. Put them in a box. Very meaningful to for them to receive <laughs> that. I should get one of those. Um, what do you got? You yeah, got anything else, maybe? I don't... Um, things you don't need. Things you thought you need, and it's like... It's basically things that Babies Are Us tells you that you need. Right, right. Um, Never ask for uh, baby clothes, because no. you will get plenty of it. I think we're definitely good on baby clothes. <laughs> nice, nice. We've... Uh, Alyssa's already been yard selling and oh, yeah. goodwilling and community yes. aiding Cut that off quick for the baby clothes and we already have like full dressers full of baby clothes so baby clothes i think we're definitely good on and i don't think we put any on our registry um, i think if i was making something just give them to you yeah if i was making like a registry for a baby shower now me and my wife were just talking about this it would pretty much just include diapers and wipes yep because maybe burp cloths Oh, yeah, that's good. But we even had someone make those for us. Like, we didn't ask for them. They just, like, here, I made these for you. Was that us? I think that was Shannon. She may have. We had other people, (laughs) too. But, um, and we, yeah, you can just find that stuff. Almost anything you can find used in good condition Mm -hmm. or free. The jogging stroller. I don't know if you guys ever did the jogging stroller. That was something that I was super glad we did because, um, it's the big wheels that are awesome that we yeah. love because you everybody else can be struggling pushing their little stroller through the grass. A three inch diameter, especially if you're a yard sailor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, and your big wheels will cruise right through it. And it's amazing, old people. But for do you need some a reason, jeep jogging stroller or just a regular? Oh, we have a bob. Oh, a bob. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like the shoemaker. Oh, the bob jogging stroller. It's right over there in the corner of the garage. See that? Oh, I do. Double see it. jogger. Seven hundred dollars. I'm sure Shannon paid that much. She did not. <laughs> she is a bargain hunter. Yeah. All right. But um, old Good people, for whatever reason, think when your stroller has large wheels on it, it's some type of like extraordinary machine. So you like come into like you're going through ruts and they'll be like, oh, uh, listeners who don't know where ruts is, it's our local uh, farm market here. Um, it uh, they'll like, <clears throat> excuse me, they'll look at your stroller and just be amazed like oh my word look at that contraption look at that fancy thing i'm like haven't you ever seen something like this before but anyhow yeah we went through quite a few strollers before we finally found one that we actually liked 
And even yeah. so, we did. I mean, Melody did a lot. Did more baby carriers than strollers. Yeah. Like we, our first one, we didn't have a stroller for a while, which um, turned out pretty well. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Joggers yeah, are enough. good. Yeah, they okay. are good. I think my problem, I'm like a pretty tall guy, so my problem is going to be getting the foot clearance so yeah. that I can push it comfortably. Definitely. Oh, yeah. We had um, an umbrella stroller that, that I couldn't even, you have to like push it with oh, your yeah, fingertips because you're, you're like, yeah, you're like leaning <laughs> over, you're pushing with your fingertips or else you're kicking the stroller. Right. Yeah, that's not, that's not good. Right. Good stuff. Um, I have here, this goes back to the labor when they're, when they're actually having labor, some advice here. Carefully very carefully especially if it's natural birth read the signs that your wife is giving you during labor because it can be very confusing to me oh yeah <laughs> to me they turn into someone else who i don't even know like i think yeah. i know this person and once they start having these labor pains it's someone totally different so and i don't know whether i'm to be supposed like to that what's that they're allowed to be like that okay i realize that no i'm i'm saying everybody will let you know oh <laughs> Your wife is allowed to swear. She might never swear before, but during labor, she might swear. Oh, yeah. I never know whether to, like, stand off or be involved or, like, what my role is supposed to be. It's it's very ang- anxious for me. Very right. Anxiety-provoking. Yeah. Yeah. You, you will put your hand on her shoulder, and she will scream at you. <laughs> I don't want you here. And then if you're, like, away... And you're like watching TV. <laughs> and she's really offended. <laughs> I feel like there's it's some ridiculous. key words in there. It's, it's like, uh, sorry, babe, I gotta go over to McDonald's. <laughs> the McRib is in right now. There's munching on a McRib. There's munching on a McRib in the corner. And you just wonder why she's upset at you. The first one, though, honestly, the first one we did get to the hospital a little too early than we needed to. And um, I was able to eat, but she wasn't because her water had broken. And they already had her hooked up to stuff and whatever. So she couldn't eat anything. But my brother brought me some McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) And I was able to eat it in the room. But she, um, I'm sure she still holds that against me. (laughs) Brings it up at the... (laughs) In our arguments every now and then. This is good I'm hearing this. Because when (laughs) I hear that, I think that just makes sense that you wouldn't do that. But I bet in the moment you just... Everything's happening, and you're just trying. Yeah. I mean, we yeah, were literally just sitting going. there doing nothing, waiting for her to get from three mil centimeters, centimeters. three centimeters to ten centimeters. Pretty millimeters. Pretty early. You were there pretty early, Ryan. Three millimeters. How's the baby come out of there? I still don't know, but how's the baby come out of a belly button? I'm not sure how that works. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't yeah. look. <laughs> so, um, speaking of everything going on just so you're aware mm-hmm. i think it's important for every guy to realize it is possible your wife may poop, poop, poop. during yeah. labor i i, I learned that too yeah. yeah not looking forward to it but expecting it, does it happen. to happen another reason not to look in my <laughs> exactly <laughs> or smell don't smell during labor. Just hold your breath. Right. Breathe through Don't the mouth. Breathe. <laughs> breathe through the mouth. I just broke this chair. Sorry. <laughs> we're, th- we're throwing them out later. So, okay. um, did you guys do your belly mold yet? <laughs> we did not. No, oh, it's very important. Did you do a belly mold? No. <laughs> <laughs> did you do a? Did you do guys do those like naked pictures? Like it's like 
a picture that would be totally inappropriate unless they have a human in their belly. It's like you both get naked and like lay down on top no, of each other. We I'm didn't, down for and, that. and I was <laughs> I was really disappointed. My mom and dad didn't do that either, and then give those to me to I look at later. I just think it's so weird pregnancy pictures when the person's like completely like naked. It's like right. okay, yeah, they're pregnant, but they're only like three weeks pregnant. It's kind of inappropriate for them to be completely <laughs> naked, not showing at all. <laughs> like she didn't even know that she was pregnant, <laughs> right? But it turned out to be no. I'm allowed to put these on Facebook now. <laughs> yeah, I was pregnant. It's like flagged for inappropriate, but then there's like a sub thing. It's like unless it's pregnancy photos, yeah. right? They're like breastfeeding photos that like they're allowed to. So. Yeah. so how about like after the birth? You got any uh, advice yeah, for so that? Yeah, so I'd like to know, yeah, do's and don'ts on how to survive the first like two weeks because mm. I gather that's like the hardest part. Yeah, one of the things they the tell you parts. right off the bat is sleep when the baby is sleeping, right? But when the baby is sleeping is the only time you can get anything done. Right. So I don't know how they expect that to work out. And it's funny how when you have your first baby, like your all your time is consumed somehow, like by one baby. But by the time you have three, right. it's like, you, like you, oh, like one baby is, is barely so different, easy. I feel right, like. Right, right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's was our like experience anyways. Our, uh, grand, our, my mother-in-law had our two older kids this week for a couple of the days and we just had the new baby and we're like I'm thinking like man this is so nice yeah. so relaxing <laughs> having just one kid here our third time in the hospital with with the baby um, we're like this is like a vacation now we get to stay yeah. in this room and they bring us food and sometimes that baby cries but other than that it's pretty good right. so um, yeah, how to survive yeah, okay, take so take what, turns what I, I was going to say take turns Sleeping, like when you do get home, you don't both need to sleep at the same time. Baby's being fussy, wanting to take the baby, the other one sleep. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say um, help out overnight the best you can. I don't know. I think the expectations of each wife is different for their husband overnight. Oh, um, that brings up a great point. I was gonna say, I highly encourage breastfeeding. Because that bonding time that requires them to get up and feed the baby at night is really important. <laughs> the bonding time. So. You just don't want to have to feed the baby formula yourself. Yeah, I, I mean, it is unfortunate I don't get to have that bonding time and I have to sleep all night long, but yeah, that is important for the mom and baby. And if that have. worked for Shannon, then that's good. That's right. But Mel was not that way. <laughs> like, I, she... You had to get up and breastfeed. I didn't breastfeed. <laughs> not as much as she did. And... <laughs> But she asked that I, when the baby would wake up crying, I would go get the baby and change its diaper and give it to Mel. Present it to her. Present it clean and tidy. (laughs) And then I would sleep for the next 11 to 45 minutes while she would feed the baby. And um, then I would put the baby back in the crib. So that's how. That's the little bit that I did to help. And... uh, yeah, it wasn't a whole lot, but it mm-hmm. still ruined my sleep pattern. <laughs> yeah. I do remember somebody telling me before my first kid, they said if anybody remembered how hard the first three weeks were, mm. nobody would have more than one kid. But yeah. you'll forget, and then you'll have more kids. So <laughs> don't worry. Yeah, and you just got to do whatever works best for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what should I absolutely not under no circumstances ever do in those... <laughs> 
one to two weeks. Shake the baby. Yeah. Okay. Don't. Besides that, <laughs> do not shake the baby. Um, I'm actually thinking. Don't more ever like, give advice yeah. to your wife about right. how to take care of the baby. <laughs> Maybe she's hungry. <laughs> yeah. Don't ever do that. Okay. So just um, no advice. Yeah. Got don't. Because I've tried to like offer like in the most subtle way, like barely like tried to show her that it was my opinion at all. Like the doctor said that we should no, that's still not helpful. Whatever she thinks is gonna work best is what I found. Just let that happen. Yeah. In in our case anyways. Because uh-huh. I try to offer advice and it's wrong and it doesn't work. And if it works yeah. out if I offer advice and it works, it's not no it's no praise to so. me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that. Don't do that. Yeah. And she doesn't like thank me for it, but if I offer advice and it goes badly then oh yeah then i that's uh-huh. that's never forgotten right so just don't offer any to advice know. to your wife about and i feel anything. like it's just you're both like tired and sleeping it's like midnight and it's just yeah. not a great time to try yeah. to yeah do we that. we've said some pretty terrible things to each <laughs> other in that the wee hours of the morning the yeah. first couple of days you'll have this this uh moment when uh during the day you're just holding your baby and she's sleeping or he's sleeping and you're like this is just great like oh my word oh it's time for bed they what a great baby they slept all day (laughs) and then you lay down and they'll Mm -hmm. be wide awake screaming and crying all night long yeah there will be that night you'll be very angry (laughs) (laughs) I just want to play Xbox (laughs) that's all I want to do it's really difficult to hold a baby and an Xbox controller at the same time oh you get good at it so uh, oh uh, I you probably consider yourself a pretty careful driver Mike (laughs) but you will never be more careful he plays Forza he drives like he plays Forza (laughs) even if you're not this probably goes without saying for every dad, the most careful you will ever drive in your life is going to be the way home from the hospital with your first child. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's going to be intense. You Sweet. will be aware of every car around you <laughs> and you will not exceed the speed limit at yeah. all. The whole first week is very surreal. Life changing. Yeah. It's that kind of a, it's kind of a blur of exhaustion and crying from every party. I mean, yeah. not just the baby. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm sure I will shed tears. And I'm you'll just wish that. that you had five minutes in the bathroom alone with your phone. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> if you're not with the baby, then that means your wife is with the baby and you're in trouble because you're not with them both. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So no advice, even if it's asked for. Oh, that's a tricky well, that's, one. Yeah, very that's tricky. I feel like you got to be careful. That's like, like I don't want minefield there. Yeah, that's the I don't want gifts for my birthday <laughs> type of scenario. <laughs> if it's a question that you can find the answer online, like it's like the baby's temperature is 101, what should we do? Yeah. Then you can right. then do that. Then you can actually look it up and find the answer. If it's a preference question, mm-hmm. um, she's probably just looking for a reason to yell at you. Yeah. Which say just what let do her you do think? It. And then whatever she says, eh, that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds good. Unless, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we called the doctor a lot mm-hmm. with the first one. Yeah. And I don't think we called the doctor a single time with the third one. <laughs> so, I mean, you right. get to know. I mean, yeah. but I don't think you have to be afraid to call the doctor. It doesn't make you a bad parent or anything like that. 
good. Yeah, when she asks for advice, that's that's a tricky one. But um, I we're saying we're acting like wives are completely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're not. They're not. Yeah. I mean, it's. But they're allowed to be. They're, they're allowed, allowed to, to act be. like it. They yeah. aren't actually terrible. They just act like it. It sometimes. just takes a lot of. In the first couple weeks, it takes a lot of. Uh, you have to be very cautious yeah. as a husband. Compassionate. Um, compassionate. Loving. Empathetic. I don't yeah. know. This might just be my like super naive. Haven't done this yet before. But I'm hoping that by reading up and doing a good amount of research and prep, and my wife knowing that might help me a little bit yeah in that area uh yeah right but i think it's also needed for them somewhat even if they know it i think it's almost valuable for them to be able to vent on you to an extent yeah so yep and if you do offer if you do want to offer advice and that's fine you can and if if it's um what's gonna say oh if she chooses not to take your advice then yeah don't and it don't be offended. And it, if she picks her own yeah. advice and it doesn't work out, don't be like, well, we should have swaddled her. Yeah. Not let her just lay <laughs> flapping about. So. Oh, <laughs> this, that brings up a great piece of advice that I've been realizing is, is the thing that you are trying to like create or eliminate the most is the, you often end up creating the opposite. So like in our scenario with our kids, we try to create like these perfect sleeping conditions to, so they would sleep better. And the problem is you have to recreate these perfect sleeping conditions after they learn that that's how they want to sleep. So like- right, you got to take a noisemaker everywhere you yes, go. Yes, you need a noisemaker on every trip. You need like swaddling them. If you swaddle them, it works really good in the beginning. Until you have to, until you're like, all right, I'm tired of swaddling this two year old. So (laughs) I'm I'm gonna not swaddle them. And then it's terrible. Or like the pacifier, like when we took Mm. the pacifier away from Gage, he literally stopped napping that day and hasn't napped since, other than a couple times in the car. But, um, the yeah, blackout the curtains in the yeah. in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Now the room has like our kids are up now at the crack of sunlight yeah. every single day and won't fall asleep until it's pitch black out. You almost want to put them to sleep with the lights on while people are talking in the same room. <laughs> it's right. like and it, any good condition you set yeah. for them, they just get used to that. You need a noise machine, right. but it's just like people talking. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then they'll only fall asleep with people talking. <laughs> right. And they won't fall asleep in a quiet win. room. Yeah. Win. There's just no. It's yeah. terrible. No solution. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. So I think you should know, Mike. Um, your your kid's probably going to be very fussy, and you need to know the common or the important excuses for why your kid is fussy. So these are you mean ones given by aunts and uncles and grandparents? Well, no, I mean like it's not that you've neglected your kid, but um, mm-hmm. while your child is quite young, they might be gassy. So there's nothing you can do about that. Right? They're just gassy. That's why they're crying. You can push their legs. Yeah, that's oh, true. That you like can do you can do like you can do that for like an hour, right? Or <laughs> and um, they'll still cry. <laughs> then another good one is that they. Um, are colicky, yeah. which I, I think all the time. literally means they're fussy, <laughs> but it's like a, 
it's like really yeah right right so you can say my baby is crying all the time and they won't stop yeah so also sounds like nightmare i think but (laughs) it sounds like the things nightmares are made of right just tell people that and they'll uh, it's like level four colicky and like it's like different levels of colicky right so keep that in mind so people don't think you're bad parents just tell them oh my baby's colicky yeah yeah but people will tell you that your baby's hungry like if if the baby (laughs) starts to cry and you're like at a family get together someone will say Oh, I think she's hungry. Yeah, she's like, sticking I her just tongue out. Fed I think her she's hungry. A minute ago, literally, there's still breast milk on her lips, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. People, or people think they're right. The other good one is teething. So by mm. the time they hit like two months old, <laughs> and for the next two years, you can blame it on teething. <laughs> teething yeah. So like when teeth come in, yeah, they're definitely gonna be fussy. So if your kid's crying, could be the teeth. Yeah. I hear that one a lot. <laughs> so are, the, me nuts. are these excuses that you would use, like, with your wife when you're doing something and they're fussing? Just, oh, they're just teething. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's what you would do? Or okay. when, like, strangers are giving you, like, yeah. odd looks. Yeah. Like, mm, like, you're at a right? restaurant. You think, well, I can, we can still go to restaurants with a baby, right? No. <laughs> no. You're wrong. Nope. If you go to I a mean, restaurant with can. a baby in, like, the first couple weeks... Then after that, I mean, we didn't go to. I mean, we did in the first couple of weeks, probably. But after that, it was it was really hard there for a long time. Yeah. It is way more work to go out to eat. Yeah, especially now with three kids. I mean, it's almost. <laughs> we just had an experience. Yeah, we had an experience last uh, night. Yeah, we went to yeah. Red Robin, mm. and um, they said it was half an hour wait. Which anything over like a five minute wait for a five year old is just like you might as well just leave. Right. They were doing pretty good though. They did. We played yeah. a lot of I Spy. And then all of a sudden, on the little like kiosk thing that you have to pay money to do it. No, we were outside playing the natural way. Oh, okay. All natural. All natural. I never heard of that. (laughs) We were playing I Spy on the iPad, (laughs) the app. I Spy. Wow. It just uses the camera, and you look through. No, I don't know. But (laughs) um, AR. And so we had waited the thirty minutes, and I went in to check, and they said, "They said, yeah, this table's just looks like they're just about to leave. You guys, your table will be ready in a couple minutes." We're like, "Okay, great." Um, so the kids have been good so far. I go back out to the family where we're waiting, and then all of a sudden Denver just like, like vomits into the bushes of Red oh. Robin, and then we're like, okay, well now what do we do? Because you never know <laughs> if it's the last vomit or the first vomit. You know right. what I mean? So uh, <laughs> that's that's very important. <laughs> to yes. know if it's yeah, the last one or exactly, the first one. So the first. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we decided that we didn't want to risk him vomiting on the Red Robin table. Because if I got any vomit on my A1 peppercorn burger, it would not be good. No. It ceased so, to be right. great. Yeah. So you left? Yeah, we left. We went to we Chick-fil-A left. down the road and ate it at a park, and he didn't throw up the rest of the night. So it was the last vomit. It was the last vomit. He was vomit. threatening, though. That is really weird. Yeah, threatening. Yeah. There were some other times where he thought yeah. he was going to throw up. but yeah. huh. You never that, know. I think, you made, I think you guys made the right choice in that yeah. case because it would have been really nerve-wracking just like with him there like threatening to throw right. up on the table yeah. kids and throw up is weird like oh there was one night we stayed at a hotel and gage threw up at like four in the morning it was completely like happy right afterwards like ah, yeah oh it's time to get up four yeah. in the morning and then we're cleaning up throw up and then we just packed up and left but yeah, throwing up has to be like the top five worst things ever you can do as a human yeah, yeah. you gotta think with a kid uh, throwing up like they have no idea what's happening right 
Or and even when they're sick. It's like yeah. they don't know that they're like running around is going to make their headache worse. So right. they can have a terrible headache and still be just like, Wah! yeah. And when they have a terrible headache, you have, you have a, a terrible, terrible headache. headache. Yeah. They're you're, still miserable. Because you don't they know that they have a headache. Around. You're just trying to figure out why they won't listen. And yeah. Right. So yeah. that's that's something else we can talk about in another podcast how to take care of uh, yeah. I'm sure we'll have kids more and all these. their ailments so yeah we'll have to you have to do a check in with me after like <laughs> yeah do week two see how you're surviving yeah it's a good idea you can, we'll do, have to, you can do an on location <laughs> live podcast <laughs> let <laughs> us know when Alyssa's <laughs> water breaks we'll come over we'll do a <laughs> live stream <laughs> just, just screaming sort of Star <laughs> Wars podcast live stream <laughs> of a birthing live video. exclusive or a birthing podcast live exclusive my wife has watched this there's what, people birthing? that live stream their births. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen live streams, but yeah, we've had, we've seen, I mean, people have offered to show us their birthing video. Yeah. I'm like, hard pass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, thanks. Jonah Hill gif. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, any, any sound piece of advice anymore? Oh, any this is one of my pet peeves. Toys that have more than one part. <laughs> I know you hate this. Oh my word. So and we like, have so many of them. If and, and it's okay if it has like two parts that can exist by themselves, <laughs> but if the toy requires more than one part to function, then don't even bother buying it. Like the puzzle, the worst is the puzzles that have the little piece, like the the barn that fits into the barn spot oh, on the puzzle, right, and right. the house that fits in the house spot, or the airplane that fits in the airplane spot. Right. Because you will lose some of those pieces. Right. And mm-hmm. then you'll find them. And you won't know where the puzzle's at. Right. And so you you'll throw the them back in the yard drawer. Sale. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, oh, man, if just stick to one-piece toys because the little pieces that are everywhere never stick with the toys. And that's a major pet peeve yeah, of mine. Get, I guess you always, knew that, Ryan. Yeah, we always get these toys that have like a million pieces. Like literally, that's what Legos are, right? Like a million <laughs> pieces. And you're supposed to make it one piece. Yeah. But that could be an exception, I guess. Because that's like Legos uh, are good because you can lose you some Legos yeah, and Legos some, right. still work. Yeah, that's true. Them. But when you yeah. get like Hi Ho Cherio and games uh, like that, yes. it's like they're three months old. You know, they're not going to play this game. Wait till they're eight years old yeah, and maybe right. they'll play this game. Yeah, so, I think Alyssa's really, and I'm totally on board with this. She wants to get most of to- like toys that don't have batteries. Yeah, or yeah. that are electrical yeah, powered. She noise wants to get sort of like yeah. Yeah. wood blocks. Yeah, that's the other I mean, thing. That's, are awesome. That's incredible. Yeah. Is it doesn't matter how many toys your kid has, it does not affect how how much they are able to entertain themselves. Right, because you yeah. can have a million toys in their playroom and they will play with one toy the whole time, or the cardboard box. Right, right. Yeah, until mm-hmm. you go to put that toy, the other toys away, as you're trying to take right. them from the attic, then they become quite important. You to have them. to wait till the kids are asleep, and then throw out all the toys. I mean, we've just right. taken like you just reverse Santa Claus toys. that John. Yeah, yeah. Just reverse Santa Claus. You throw now. away the toys. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. Yeah. So um, I also have here for a piece of advice, um, which I didn't do this in the first pregnancy, but I have done it since. Is when your wife has a craving, just get it. Just get whatever mm. she's craving. And she says, "Oh, I could go for." It's an excuse for you to eat food. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm if they're craving already. something, right, just yeah. like, yeah, just go get it. My I was like, I don't really feel like going to the store at 11 o'clock at night just to get chicken nuggets, but make it get ice I cream like or something. I'm tired and I just want peace and alone time. I will like, you won't have to ask me twice to do that. <laughs> yeah. 
to go get food and be in the car alone driving yeah, yeah sounds mm-hmm. wonderful mm-hmm. um just a quick story on the cravings Alyssa. people talk about all the, like, the crazy cravings that people have in like pregnancy women have in pregnancy Alyssa hasn't had any of those yet, and to be honest, I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> I I don't believe in them actually. In the cravings, I don't. I think, yeah, I, I think I'm it's, not sure I do either now. I think it's a made up thing that women have created, <laughs> blaming pregnancy as to get cool. the food yes, that they want. Oh yeah, because I would totally. My do wife that. did not. <laughs> yeah, have I would them love either. that. So my my parents and my dad tell Sorry, the story women. all the time. <laughs> Leave Ryan your review. I mean, Riot. Yeah, Riot. I am Riot. I don't know who Ryan is. My dad tells the story all the time. My parents used to live, we used to live in New Mexico, and they used to live out in a Navajo reservation, both teaching out there. So they were like 70 miles from like any like good restaurants or anything. And my dad tells the story of, my, of him coming home and my mom meeting him at the door and saying, I want steak. <laughs> and they went and got steak. And I hear that story. He told it like sort of like, oh man, we had to drive 70 miles and like it was this whole thing. And I'm like, Dear Lord Jesus, please let my wife crave steak sometime. That sounds so <laughs> amazing. Seventy miles away. That sounds I amazing. So, I, I will drive so seventy miles to get a steak. I haven't had steak in so long. Yeah. yeah. Give me an excuse to buy that. Yeah. That I buy more than the like. Man, I'm in the mood for Applebee's. But Applebee's <laughs> sells Applebee's. all of the same things that Chili's sells. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, my wife yeah. had a craving for. Um, a pizza shop near us makes shrimp Alfredo pizza. Is that Venice? Yeah, Venice pizza makes shrimp Alfredo pizza. So she was like, she was really craving shrimp Alfredo pizza. So I was like, okay. So I went there. Forty dollars for a pizza. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Brought the whole thing home, opened the lid, and she's like, oh, that looks disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it is like the heaviest, thickest pizza you ever seen in your life. I had shrimp Alfredo pizza for lunch for like every day and for the next say, eight days. I could have told you that when right. you said you were I just paid this. $40 for this pizza, yeah. but sure. I still got to eat it, so. Hey. Totally worth it. Totally worth totally it. Worth it. All right. It's like $5 a slice. <laughs> <laughs> it's got shrimp on it. Um, um, I'm running out of uh, advice here. Yeah. Um, my only other one I have here, too, is... Um, your bathing suit rules, are you a two-piece or one-piece? Or is it like uh, family vacation? I wear vacation? a one-piece. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a two-piece guy. You're a two-piece guy. I mean, guy? I just wear the top. What about during family vacations? <laughs> oh, yeah, then it's a tankini. Yeah. Okay. Are we talking about like our future like With daughters or like our wives? Well, I don't know. We don't know. We don't, we don't know what we're yeah. talking about. Yeah, tune in for the next. These are just advice for the next uh, dadding podcast. Five years where from we now. mansplain modesty <laughs> yeah. for you. Uh, let's see. I don't really. I have one here that says, "Ask for forgiveness, even if you don't think you're wrong." I think it's pretty much self-explanatory. I mean, that's what yeah. I do. I don't know if you do that, or Jason. Apologize. No, it sounds like giving in. Oh, and never, know. never give up. I saw a movie on that. No martial arts, I think. There we go. <laughs> That's directly related oh, yeah. to husbandry. That was a Star Wars movie? What's yeah. that? Was that a Star Wars movie? It wasn't a Star Wars oh. movie, actually. That um, my one, my final question, oh, I'm sorry. something that yeah, would yeah, sum yeah. it up, be what is the best thing about being a dad? Oh, man. And I, you can only pick one thing. I know there's multiple things, but what would be your top like what makes it all worth it in the end? 
Um, <laughs> if you I say think, nothing, I'm going to leave. <laughs> I don't know if this, this doesn't answer your question, but I think it's really important. One of the most important things, and I didn't put this on my list, but now I'm just thinking of it now, yeah. is you have to look at your kids while they're sleeping. At the end of the day, look at your kids while you're sleeping. So while, creepy. While they are sleeping. <laughs> yeah, not not while you're sleeping. Way. It, it does sound super creepy. You don't no, have to like, know, do you're it right, in a creepy way. But yeah. no matter how terrible you think your kids have been to you that day i mean they're just kids they don't know any better but you Mm -hmm. take it very like it's very frustrating as a parent especially me i have very low patience and so i get very frustrated with the kids but then at the end of the day you see them sleeping in their bed and they're like the sweetest thing in the world and they're your everything and who cares about your wife you have your kids now right is that right? <laughs> and they're not screaming and yeah. jumping and right. Yelling. Exactly. That definitely won't put you in my therapy office <laughs> years down the road. Yeah. No. So I think that's one thing that you, definitely a piece of advice that I would give. No matter how hard the day was with the kids, once they're asleep, go in and look at them, and you'll forget every bad thing that happened that day. Um, I would say one of my favorite things about being a father is. Um, no matter how much I mess up as a father, my kids still love me. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm their father and I still love them. It's just like um, I mess up as a father a lot, but they, the kids, I think kids kind of are designed to have a short term memory loss issue because they, they forget that I mess up and they still love me and they yeah. still run to me when they're scared or something like that. So, I think that's the best part, being there for your kids. Very cool. Yeah, I I, I know I uh, asked my grandma one time. I said, what was the most, what was your favorite part of your whole life? I guess it's a pretty, like, morbid question to ask because she's not even close to dying. But I was just, <laughs> I'm really curious. I, with somebody that's, like, Since getting up in their age. Any minute. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> What's like your, what, what was your favorite part? Yeah, what have you enjoyed like the most so far? Because she did a lot of traveling and all that. And one thing she said was her grandkids is what she enjoyed the most. And, you know, I always thought about that as like one thing that like once you're old and you don't care like what car you're driving or what your house looks like or any of that stuff, what's important to you? And that's going to be like the people that you have around you. And, and one of the most like the favorite times I have like, growing up as a kid and even now or like getting together with my family and like all our family get togethers and hanging out with your cousins and like you have your friends but like your family is like always they're like required to be there even if they don't like <laughs> right. you so mm-hmm. even when you become like a miserable old person um <laughs> they're still gonna be there and you can tell them like really awkward inappropriate things and they <laughs> Yeah, and they have to stand there and oh, we gotta go see Grandpa Jason again. <laughs> but but no, it's and it it's He's probably gonna give me another dirt bike. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> here's a nickel. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, I, I think I've as a now that I have my third kid, I'm really starting to see this different value in life uh, as uh, you know not not with possessions or um or you know all the all the things like normal that you feel like you're supposed to pursue but like when you're like you think like you want to be out in the garage working on something but you're like sitting on the couch with your kids and then they're snuggling up to you like this ain't so bad it's actually actually really nice this is the the moments that you Mm -hmm. won't forget and you won't regret so cool exactly 
Good. Cool. I think I still want to have this baby. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't regret it yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's pretty much all the advice that anyone could ever give. I don't think we left anything out. I'm no. set. I'm going to be perfect now. <laughs> you don't need to read any books now. Yeah. yeah. I think We're we covered done. Burn I'm em. done. You hear that list? I'm done. <laughs> you just took, you just got uh, two hours of advice. I mean, 45 minutes of advice from uh, two guys that have never read a book. Yeah. About parenting. Think about so. that. We'll That's combine right. that with real life experience. I'm, I'm set, man. Exactly. I'm good yeah. to go. Yeah. So, um, hopefully you did learn something, actually. Um, yeah. But since this is a sort of Star Wars podcast, and I know I'm going to kind of leave Jason out with this because he's not as much into Star Wars. Not quite as much. What are you talking about? I named my second child after a Star Wars main character. <laughs> FN2187. That? That's right. <laughs> Finn. Finn is your second child. Finn is my second child. And people child. literally asked you if you named him after the Star Wars character. Yeah, and what's funny is we... My wife might argue this, but I, I believe we actually did name him after that. Because we saw that movie like right early on in the pregnancy before we had picked a name. And I think we like heard the name and we're like, oh, that's a cool name. And then like later on as we're sorting through names, we're like... Yeah. Oh, that that was just the one that kind of stuck. But it wasn't like, oh, we're naming it after FN12087. Right. Close. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah. So, I'm, I'm a major Star Wars fan. Okay. So, then you can help us answer this question. <laughs> so, um, I don't think I have to say spoiler alert for people. You should. Because this was revealed in a movie that came out in 1981. Oh. Um, but Darth Vader does have two kids... All right, Luke and Leia. What? <laughs> Whoa. So, uh, my question is, and I thought about this um, because I think generally fathers generally fathers love their kids, right? But right. in Star Wars, Darth Vader didn't know that he had kids. He thought his kids. He knew his wife was pregnant, but he thought his wife died during pregnancy, and the kid. He didn't know there was twins. He thought his kid died. Yeah. So my question would be, would Darth Vader have done anything differently if he knew that he had two kids out there in the galaxy? Would he still be the evil, terrible person that he was? No. You don't think that he would be? I don't think he would be. Definitely would be different. I think there's still potential for somebody to be a terrible, negligent dad. Oh, yeah. But the fact that he didn't know it. Right. So what was the what was the moment like when he realized he had a child? I mean, was there that moment in Star Wars? I don't know if they have that in. That's not in their movies. He finds out somehow, but yeah, uh, the, because they t- they're talking about this. Well, they're talking about this. The Emperor's talking about this kid, and he said he's the son of Anakin Skywalker. But when you're watching the movie, do you know that Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker? You don't don't at that point. Yeah. But Mm. if... How could Darth Vader not know that there's someone out there called Luke Skywalker when his last name was Skywalker? (laughs) Like, I don't understand. Like, Right. This is like years in the past or future, whatever. And he couldn't Skywalker was like a Mennonite name (laughs) from Lancaster. Yeah, but it's still... I mean, when he started to come onto the scene and started like making trouble in the galaxy, you would think that Darth Vader would have figured it out. But there's like this. What cartoon was that? Where, like, Darth Vader finds out, and he like oh, tells. Um, he's like he finds out he, he's a father. How it should have ended. Yes, that's right. How, how it should have ended, ended on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I think that's and, how Star Wars episode 
episode four should have ended. I think or five or five. Yeah, yeah. episode Sorry, five, five should have ended. Yeah, and uh, Darth Vader finds out that Luke is his son, and he's like super <laughs> excited that he's I have a son. Dad now. <laughs> I have a son. Yeah. Did you know I have a son? <laughs> I have tells, a son. <laughs> he tells everyone. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was a, as a strange or a interesting thing to think about. If he would have known that he had kids, yeah, uh, how much the story would have been different. Yeah. I think he would have because I think his whole deal with going to the dark side was because he was trying to save. Right. I mean, that's the whole paradox. Like, he was trying to say and end up killing him. But then the Emperor was, like, lying to him, saying that they died. And I think right. the Emperor knew that they were still alive. I assume and so. so if he would have known that, and if, especially if the Emperor would have lied to him, and then he would have found out that the Emperor was lying, I think he would have yeah. turned back and gone. Hmm. But at that point in the George story, at that point in the story, money, Darth Vader... Right was a separate person than Anakin Skywalker. Like, when he finds out that he has a kid, and when Luke calls him Anakin, he said, "That's that person has been dead for a long time. Like, he... Right. Darth Vader is different than the man that he used to be. So, in his mind, there's two separate people. Anakin, oh. who died. So, he didn't Darth see himself Vader. as his but father. Anakin wouldn't have yeah. died like that. But he does say, Luke, join me, and we will rule the galaxy as father and son. Right. So he and does, he also said... I am your father. He does say that. He says so. He did recognize himself as the father right, at that point. Yeah. But, so interesting thing to think about. Anyways. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Do Do you think that like so? I hear like you and Molly's conversations a lot on here and about how like future episodes that come out and things that have like come surprises and that sort of thing. Do you think they're kind of like taking these scenarios that um came up and happened to come up during the acting process and then building off them or it's all like been planned out because it seems like there's like scenes or like events that you're like oh my word that no wonder that happened and it led to this like in two episodes later like which is like 10 years later in like real time do you think they were like have a big master plan all along like some big written out um, uh, script or they're just like looking back through the old films like hey well we did mention this here we can build I, off of this I think that might have changed I think George Lucas for the two original trilogies I think he had that he, planned yeah, out he planned that so um, he be, wrote yeah. the original one all at once so the original trilogy he wrote all at once all three the all three four, movies five and six yeah, um, yeah. and then when those were done he said that was it. Like, there wasn't going to be more Star Wars movies. Oh. Yeah, so I don't think he was originally planning to do a 1, 2, and 3. Um, but then when he did decide to do those, he did. He had all three in mind at the same time. And then once he had 1 through 6, then he was for sure done. But now that they're doing the sequels now, it's, it's just like one episode at a time. They don't have the next thing planned at all, yeah, I don't I think. I don't think they have them planned right I think now. Because they've changed directors between each movie so far, and I think that maybe when the guy wrote the first one, or the writers or whoever wrote the first one, they said, "Well, we could do this and this and this, and then it'll lead to that." But then the next movie, the other guy didn't do anything with that stuff, so it right. leaves it open for someone else to come in and use that. So stuff. they leave little plants in it right. to sort of like we can use this if we need to. Right, and if we never come back to it, people aren't going to care. It's, I guess. it's interesting the little obscure details that get 
like oh my word like how did they use that or how yeah. how would that have been in there but yeah it's interesting yeah yeah that's why they get paid the big bucks exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. um so let's just i'm gonna do some star wars news quick really i'm gonna do some star wars news really quick here um and then we'll just kind of wrap up this episode so um something that came out just this last week was the star wars resistance trailer so the resistance star wars resistance is a new uh animated show coming out it's like anime inspired uh tv show it's going to be on disney channel and disney xd and all that good stuff um and the trailer came out and the release date for the show has come out as well um and that is going to be on october 7th at 10 p.m on the disney channel so it's kind of late for a animated show to come out but um, it's going to see main characters from uh, The Force Awakens and Last Jedi like Poe Dameron, BB-8, and Captain Phasma back as animated characters. And basically it's about, um, it takes place before The Force Awakens and it's about like resistance um, fighters. So they, the, the one guy gets stationed on a fueling outpost called Colossus and his job there is to kind of work as a spy to see uh, what the First Order is doing because they're a growing threat in the galaxy. So that's basically what the show is going to be about. And, um, Mike, you haven't seen the trailer, is that right? I have not seen the trailer. Yeah, no. so... Uh, I haven't seen it either. And Jason, you haven't seen the trailer either. <laughs> <laughs> um, looking at the trailer and seeing people's comments and stuff like that about it, it feels to me like it's going to be really um, geared towards little kids. I mean, it's just how it's animated and just the type of um, dialogue that I see in the trailer. I think it's going to be for little kids. I am still excited about it because I'm excited about anything Star Wars related, but I don't know if it's something that I'll watch like I watched the Clone Wars or Rebels or anything like that. Um, I think it's geared towards even littler kids than Rebels was. So, yeah, which is good. Get them started on Star Wars young. That's right. Right, Jason? Yep. Yeah, I'll have to start with that too, I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I have seen a lot of the Star Wars movies. I just right don't remember them. You just don't get into it. <laughs> yeah. Like you were saying before, before you listened to my podcast, that you didn't even know this like Star Wars culture like, yeah. existed. Yeah, I'm, I'm amazed at um, the yeah the culture behind it and all the like uh, possibilities for all these personalities to work out I just when I watched it it was like oh here's the new Star Wars movie and I, <laughs> right. I don't know which one or what order it's in because you can watch them by themselves and they're still entertaining right but um, that's like how I am with Star Trek it's like I watch it yeah and it's a movie that I like one. it's a good movie but I don't know like we're not speaking you could Klingon say, or anything like that yeah you could like say that, a character right. and I wouldn't even know who it was you right. know what I mean right. so um, yeah, and you only listen to my podcast as far as Star Wars podcast, right? And mine is very like scratch the surface kind of. Yeah, as we're far not as, even the craziest as far as Star Wars podcasts. Oh, you go. you listen to lots of Star Wars podcasts. Yeah, oh. and like that's I mean the stuff they get into. What are your uh, favorite Star Wars podcasts? Uh, one that I just found recently that I actually really like because. The guys that host it are big fans of Disney and Star Wars, and I love both those things. And it's called the Star Wars Report, and uh, that one's really good. And another one that I like a lot is called Now This Is Podcasting, which is a Star Wars podcast. But that's that one they can be vulgar and they use a ton of swear words. So 
I wouldn't recommend that to the light eared. Right. Yeah, okay. I'll stay away. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Delicate ears. But they are extremely. Oh, and another one that I like is lattes with Leia. Um, oh yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, before. I mentioned that one before. But now this is podcasting. It's three or four guys normally, and they talk about stuff. Like when you listen to my podcast and you don't know things or what I'm even talking about, that's how I am listening to this this podcast. Like uh. they talk about characters and they know by name that like is like in one scene in one movie. I'm like, I have no idea who these people are. <laughs> right. So it's it's good for me because I get even further into the Star Wars culture. Right. And um, we have to do the fact of the podcast yet. So oh, yeah. th- let's do the Star Wars fact of the podcast. <laughs> we would be honored if you would join us. But I was going into Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. As you wish. So here's the fact of the podcast. Uh, Han Solo. You know who Han Solo is, Jason, right? I do. Yeah, yeah. And Mike... You might know who he what? is. Who's, who is he? <laughs> so he was actually killed off in an early draft of the um, Return of the Jedi movie, which is episode six. So the last in the original trilogy. In one of the original rights, he was actually killed off, but he was spared solely for toy sales. <laughs> so they didn't kill him so they could sell more Han Solo toys, which I thought was pretty interesting, but it was a good fiscal move, I guess, on their part. But I'd say the sequels would be a lot different without Han Solo because if he was killed, there would probably be no Ben Solo, which means there might be no First Order, and so there'd be a lot of differences yeah. if they actually did kill him off. But smartly enough for hmm. them, they didn't kill him off. So that is the random fact of the podcast. Sweet. The Force will be with you always. Hey, thanks again, guys, for joining me. Yeah, thanks for all the dad advice. I'm, yeah, I'm all ready to go now. Fully enlightened. Fully I was, enlightened. yeah, I'm happy to be here and happy to come next week too. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what, t- what time are we meeting? Um, six. <laughs> Great. Okay. Second Tuesday of next week. No, it was fun. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a good time. Uh, I'm sure we we were able to help you, Michael, and everyone else in the world with our insightful wisdom. So. And years and years of experience. That's right. Of Three. husbandry and daddling. Three and a half. What are you, four and a half? Uh, five and oh, a half. Wow. Five and a half years wow. of daddling. A combined nine years. Yeah, of experience. Unless you count each kid individually. You can. I'm, oh, min- I'm minus that's four five months. and a half and three and a half and one and a half. I can't even do that. That's, that's a like lot of 20 math. 20 years. Yeah. At least. At about 20. <laughs> Round up. <laughs> um... Do you guys want to say where they can find you online, or? Sure, uh, you can find me at uh, on Instagram. Was that awesome? Uh, just all spelled out, no ampersand <laughs> or anything. <laughs> Any capitals? No capitals. Just was that off awesome? Uh, my Twitter not worth following. It's usually crypto related or yes. um, retweeting of famous quotes. Which, by the way, you should bring that back, Riot. That was a really good Twitter. Um, but that would be drift underscore is. Um, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. That's good stuff on Instagram. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at capital M, lowercase c, capital P, E-A-C-H-E-Y, 91, McPeachy, 91. Wow. 
It has to be capital. I don't know. I guess it does. <laughs> no, I don't think it matters. It? I don't know. It but if you do thing. it capital, then you can see it. It says McPeachy better. Right. It looks yeah. better. Right. And I didn't just come up with a McPeachy for no reason. My first name is Michael. My middle name is Chris. So MC Peachy. Oh. And then my cousin pointed out to me that it said McPeachy. <laughs> now that's what Which it is. Which is even better. Yeah. So, and you can also find me on Instagram at michael.peachy. Nice. That's my name. And of course you can find me all over the place. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at sorta star wars s-o-r-t-a star wars and two more things before i let you guys go don't forget to stay for the sponsor ad i work really hard so that these people can make money so make sure you listen to the sponsor ad um another quick thing here if you like this podcast and found it helpful funny interesting or even stupid but still want to support me you are able to do that now believe it or not um i know you guys have been listening to this podcast this free podcast and thinking this is so good that I'd pay money to hear it. Now you can head over to the podcast page at anchor.fm slash sort of star Wars and find the support options there. I do apologize though. You can only support at one or five or $10 a month. Sorry, no hundred dollar a day options were available. I also accept beer and high fives. So see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> nice good tone there and high lifes yes high fives and high life yes <laughs> all right see you guys in two weeks thanks for tuning in don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any other awesome upcoming episodes bye, bye. this has been episode 016 of a sort of star wars podcast brought to you in part by sunny undies America's leader in heated underwear drawers. Their solar-powered units have slim design that can fit into most undergarment drawers and use the power of the sun to heat your skivvies so you are always guaranteed a nice and toasty tuchus. Isn't it time you treated your buns to the warmth of the sun? Sunny Undies. Exclusively sold in the Sky Mall magazine. See you later, alligator.